Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast, and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here. Miles? Hello, I'm Miles from the Disc Dump Podcast and Toast of the Realms Podcast. And Josh. Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We are very, very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces, and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. It's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited. The show will debut in September, so be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, which is high underscore on underscore horror. You can also follow us on Twitter at high on horror. The O in on is a zero. And remember, life is tough. So why not take a break and get high on horror? Four Nerds by Nerds Production. Mr. Stark, you've been called the Da Vinci of our time. What do you say to that? Absolutely ridiculous. I don't paint. What do you say to your other nickname, the Merchant of Death? That's not bad. coming out uh we've been holding off on doing commentaries on any of the mcu movies until uh they started coming out again so since black widow's coming out we're gonna watch iron man the one that started it all we're gonna crush it but before we get into that i have to talk about something so a group on twitter reached out to us um at trigun reanimate they are a group of fan artists that are reanimating the opening to the anime trigun and they will be uh, debuting this video on YouTube and Vimeo on July 21st. They were uh, nice enough to send us a link and show us a couple of teasers. And it looked really cool. Definitely go follow them on Twitter. And then on July 21st, so like, what's that? That's like a week and a half from now. Be on the lookout for that. But you can follow them on Twitter at Trigun Reanimate. And uh, yeah, it looks really cool. I'm really pumped for this. And I like anime, so... Definitely go check that out. But, uh, yeah, now on with the movie. So we are watching this on DVD. It's on Disney+. Plus, uh, or you definitely own it if you want to watch along. You don't have to, though. Uh, we will count to three. We're paused at the black screen at the zero-second mark. And on three, we'll all hit play. One, two, three, play. Let's get our Marvel on. That's how long ago this was. <laughs> These movies used to be made by Paramount. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to tell you, this this movie excites me. I, 
It's the one that started them all, but it's also my favorite out of every Marvel movie ever made. Oh, really? Yep. I just... It gave us something that we have been looking for in all the other superhero movies that ever came out before it. It gave it to us. It just opened the doors and said, here we are. And it, I, I think it's virtually perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a breath of fresh air compared to what we were getting at the time. I mean, no offense to all the Batmans and all the other movies that were out of her, you know, superhero movies for back in the day. This just really brought a reality kick to it. You know what I mean? This is like, oh, this shit could really happen. Well, this is, yeah, this is 2008. This is the same year as The Dark Knight. Yep. Um, but this is also the year after Ghost Rider, uh, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. And Spider-Man 3. <laughs> so a bunch of garbage leading up to what I think is the best. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely helped. And Robert Downey Jr. really, really, uh, really drives it home. He, well, well, yeah, he embodies Tony Stark perfectly. I mean, he just, he brought a level to this movie that nobody else, I think, out there could have. I mean, they considered Tom Cruise for this role, and I don't think Tom Cruise would have done such a good job. Tom Cruise is good, but he's not quippy. Not like this. No. <laughs> so I don't think his timing would have been the same. <laughs> It is weird, like, going back and looking at, like, he has so much more hair in the first few movies. Yeah. And, and less gray. And his <laughs> goatee is so, like, sculpted. And huge. <laughs> I don't know. It's This is the classic look. There was a lot more facial hair. They did trim back a lot of his head hair, too. They they definitely changed that. I didn't like it when they went blonde with him, though, when they gave him those highlights. Yeah. A few movies later. But. Whatever. And what's funny is, I think he really just adopted this look for the last, how many years? <laughs> this is what he looks like in life right now. Yeah, he really turned it around. <laughs> yeah, he was going through a bad, a bad spot. Yeah, I mean, you went from going to jail and then being a fucking major drug addict to being the biggest star in the world. Yep. International superstar. I mean, he was good back in the 80s. He did bit parts and stuff. And uh, what was he in uh, Weird Science? He's in Weird Science. Played a little yeah. douchebag in Weird Science. He's in uh, Back to School as well, right? Yep. Uh, one of my favorite movies with him was... Um, he's called Air America. Oh, with Mel Gibson? With Mel Gibson, yeah. yeah, where they played delivery guys. But he played a drug addict in that, too. Did he? Yeah. Uh, but that was, I love that movie. I think that's a phenomenal movie. Um, and then it after, is one of those weird things where, like, the, the, the movie industry never helped his habits. No. Because <laughs> they're always like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just, uh, we'll lean into the fact that you'd really like to do coke. <laughs> <laughs> Here, we're going to typecast you as an addict, so uh, just feel free to keep on what you're doing so you look the part. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think he definitely turned himself around. There's been a couple of flops. I'm not a Doolittle fan. Well, he doesn't do a lot. Like, I understand this has taken up a lot of his time. Right. But, I mean, still, he was in the MCU for, what, 11 years. Yep. 
and he only made like four other movies in that entire time. And the only the only ones that I really enjoyed that he did was uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, and I didn't think the second one was all that great. No, it wasn't perfect. I really liked the first one. Um, he did one where uh, there was one about music. Yeah, him and Jamie Foxx. Yeah. The, it uh, was okay, but if you're into that kind of drama type movie. Yeah, it was it definitely was okay. a lot more serious. Um, but it wasn't I felt that it was like lacking something cuz I did watch it and I did like it, but it was it was definitely like missing something to really like drive home the uh the seriousness of Here's it. Here's my question. Where did this guy go that was playing Tony Stark's dad in these pictures? <laughs> He's the one that plays him. No, it's not the same guy. Yeah, he just it's not the young version. Yeah, that was a uh, what's his name from Mad Men. No, it's not the same guy in these pictures. Yeah, that was no, him. No, he's no, just no. a lot younger because this was almost fifteen years ago. I don't think so. I think it's a totally different guy. What is his name? His name sounds like it should be his character's name from <laughs> Mad Men. Yeah, I like Slattery. What is his name? I'm gonna look Something it up. Slattery. I'm gonna look it up. Sorry if I'm a little coffee this episode and I sound congested. Our weather's been so up and down; it's really fucking with my chest. It's the hay fever. There's Rhodey, original Rhodey. Oh, man. I have mixed feelings about Rhodey. I really wish he would have kept the role. But again, I mean, these people just are wishy-washy with their paychecks. So. Well, it's so weird because, like, till this point and for this movie, I like Terrence Howard. And then after this movie, like, I didn't really like Terrence Howard much anymore. Well, he turned into a douche. Because he kind of plays like a bad guy and everything now. But I feel like he fit this role a lot better than uh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yeah. Which is weird because I like Don Cheadle better in like as an actor. I like him better than Terrence Howard. But I think Terrence Howard is better fit for this because he actually acts and looks like he'd be in the military, right? T- Don Cheadle, like he tries, like in some like the uh, Age of Ultron when they're having the party. He tries to act all like gangster and street, and I'm like, yeah. you're a colonel in the military. Yeah, like, you would be, be the most proper motherfucker in the world. Right? You're supposed to be cleaner cut than that. They, I think they definitely went with a comedy twist with Don Cheadle. Yeah, they kind of ham him up a bit. I kind of liked him as the straight man. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that uh, continue. And there's the skinniest you will see John Favreau in the entire MCU. Oh my God, yeah, right? That man's weight fluctuates like mm. no other. He looks good like that, but he looks like, um, what was that, Made? That movie, Made? Made? Yeah. That's what he looked like in Made, all like Italian uh, stallion look. You know, he looked like he's in the mob. <laughs> in his hair, he had more hair. Oh, I think it's a wig. But definitely had more hair in this than he did in any other one, too. Yeah. What's that guy's name? I'm looking at... His name John is Slattery? John Slatter. Slattery, yeah. John Slattery. That sounds like a character's name. That doesn't sound it like does. a real person. But that's not him in those pictures. Why was him in those pictures? I don't think so. He's just a lot younger. I think... It is weird that they went to... Oh, I love her. Leslie Bibb. Yeah. She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I never realized how big John Favreau's chin really was. Yeah. Just get one of the... <laughs> thing is huge. I would have taken her as Pepper Potts as well because, I'm sorry, I'd take her over Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's weird. Yeah, she's never done anything for me, but uh, she is cute in this movie. She's all right in this movie, but did you hear 
that she didn't know Sam Jackson was in these movies. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> she's like, what? Samuel L. Jackson's in the MCU? She she had no idea. <laughs> and now she's selling vagina-smelling candles. Yeah, that's weird. I don't... <laughs> she's a very, uh, like, uh, natural, like, homeopathic, yeah. all this weird, like, crystals and shit type of person. I can't... Blows my mind. I don't know how she can play these roles and then be a totally different person. Do you know her grandpa is Steven Spielberg? What? Yeah. Oh, I saw no. that online the other day. No wonder she's got problems. <laughs> His mustache looks so weird in this movie, though. That's because it, it's like it just like... looks drawn on. <laughs> <laughs> like, who shaves the top of their mustache away from their nose? My, uh, my ex-wife's dad. Had that pencil line mustache. Yeah. He would shave it from the nostrils down. Ugh. It like, was just awful. shave it off. It's like, dude, just don't don't have one at all. There's Jarvis. I wish this was rated R because we'd have seen titties right here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> just, just give us that hard uh thirteen. Rated PG thirteen, yeah. just us, one shot. Give us that eighties PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Give us that one shot. That's what we're all we were looking for. It always drives me a little crazy in movies. You got these rich fucking party hard playboys, and it's like she just got woken up at seven a.m. and he's nowhere to be found. He's already awake. It's like if he was this much of an alcoholic, he'd be sleeping until noon every day. Well, his problem is he doesn't sleep. That's what his stress levels are. Yeah, don't be touching shit that's not yours. Ah, look at that. See, crazy. You know, she would have made a good Susan Storm too. Yeah, she would make a great Susan yep. Storm. Absolutely. She still looks exactly the same. <laughs> I know, right? She hasn't aged a bit. How is she famous? This first movie, how is she the famous Pepper Potts? Because she does everything for him. Oh. Ooh, burn. Oh. <laughs> Cat fight. <laughs> burn. Tony would totally be up there trying to make that sexy. So pretty sure you take those spark plugs out before you take that off. This car mm. is John Favreau's actual car. Oh really? And he Tony's like or Robert Downey Jr.'s like, we really need to make this real and you know hit this home. So he let him take his freaking car <laughs> apart for this film. I would have shit my pants and said no. Yeah. <laughs> nope, you are not tearing my shit apart. <laughs> But that's, yeah, look at that car. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah. It's just like the one in Happy Days, in the beginning of Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. So. But, oh, man. I read that. Maybe it was on the the disc extras where it said it was his car. But, man, oh, man. You wouldn't find me putting my classic in some, somebody's hands and said, tear this apart just, just so we can get it real. It's so weird. She looks like so much younger in this movie. But I mean, I guess so does he. Like, how old are they supposed to be? I don't know, but they everybody in this movie looks younger because he's it was like so long. Forty. Ago. In this? Yeah. Yeah. And she's got to be close to forty. I mean, she was in seven, like ten years before this, and she was in her twenties. Well, we're gonna find out ages. Let's do that. She's also married to what's his name from Coldplay. Uh, <laughs> Chris something. 
And does she sing too? Does she have a? Doesn't she have a? Couple she of probably songs has some sort of band. <laughs> see, I just don't see anybody else making those faces to make it serious but comical at the yeah. same time. I also don't think like you wouldn't have years of flirtation with no advances, especially when you're dealing with a fucking alcoholic. He'd have got shit-faced probably week one and hit on her. He probably has. She probably knows how to shoot him down. (laughs) All right. So, Robert Downey Jr. Let's find this out. He's definitely in his 50s now. Yeah. I'm going to find out how old he was when he did this. He's just banging these stewardesses. He was 43 when he did this movie. Yeah. Younger than me. But older than me when he did this movie. (laughs) How old was Terrence Howard in this? Well, I'd tell you, but I can't get my calculator to work. Terrence Howard... was about 40 in this movie. <laughs> now he's shit-faced. Yeah. How would they have remained friends? I mean, he's a colonel in the military. That is fucking, like, decades of dedication. He's too young to be a colonel in the military. He is too young to be a colonel <laughs> in the military. I mean... Like, that's a, like to... a 20-year career to become a fucking colonel. You had to move up fast. But, I mean, he's probably about 40 in this as well. So, I mean, if he joined the military right out of high school, I guess he could be a colonel. Maybe. Yeah. But isn't colonel above general? This guy's like fucking 80. (laughs) So, Terrence Howard was 39 in this. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow was 39 in this. Yeah. So thirty nine, you could you could probably be a colonel if you did it right. It's my favorite line in the entire movie. Is this how it works in real life, though? Are there companies making weapons, or is are weapons just made by the military? Oh no, there's companies. Out I feel there. like it would be illegal for companies to make weapons. No, uh, the military bids on weapons. From these companies and pays the, the the lowest bidder. So where do they sell all the other weapons to? Well, they're not supposed to. Once you get a military contract, you build for the military. No, I mean the other companies that don't get the contract. What uh, do they who, do with all their weapons? Who knows? Sell them to the enemy? Yep. Tony Stark <laughs> style? Yep. <laughs> the Jericho. Such a cool scene. I love it. I love it. The reaction is great. (laughs) Why would you react like that, though? It's like, oh, those missiles did exactly what we expected them to do? Great. (laughs) The fact that it was already poured with ice in it, (laughs) it's ready to go. And talk about old technology. That phone is so out of date. Yeah. It was out of date when he filmed this movie. (laughs) 
It is a little weird, like, because uh, John Slattery has returned as, as Howard Stark lots of times. There's never been a flashback of him and Obadiah staying together. No, They've never true. brought him back, ever. And what a better... What a better uh, actor to play. I mean, or what a great character. Or what I'm, the words I'm trying to say. You couldn't get a better actor to play Obadiah Stane. I just I just love that man. Yeah. And seeing him bald for the first time blew my mind. Especially after watching The Big Lebowski. <laughs> and he's just like incorporated that entire lifestyle. Like he is such like a peace love hippie. Oh, like the big Lebowski? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely the dude. He's, the he's just his character from Tron Legacy in yeah. real life. Yeah. And he's always had that ooh, long ooh, hair. Ooh. Yeah, gross. Look at it, it's all snotty and All the way out of your nose? Gross. <laughs> God, that would hurt. What is his name? Like I'm like blanking on his name. Who? Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff Bridges, yeah. Bridges. I had Jeff Daniels in my head for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I love this dude. And yeah. there is like a this dude in every early movie. There's a what? There's like this character in every early Marvel movie. Because Stanley Tucci is basically this character in Captain America. I love Stanley Tucci. I love Stanley. His character in Captain America is fucking amazing. His characters everywhere are amazing. I'll watch anything with Stanley Tucci in it. Yeah, I love him. Uh... And what's funny is he can he can do anything. He plays so many different people. It is true. Even though he looks the same all the time, he doesn't sound the same all the time. No. I can't remember what movie I watched where he played like a dad. Easy A. Was it Easy A? Oh yeah, yeah. where he was like just so like yeah. yeah, whatever, man. Him and his wife, yeah, they're like yeah. he's smoking weed. They're like hippies. <laughs> Easy A was that was a great movie. Uh but man. He can play this anybody. Anybody. In fact, I just, uh, I can't remember what I was, I saw a commercial last night for something he's going to be in. And I'm like, oh, that's got Stanley Tucci in it. We need to watch that. I like how they brought his character back around. They give him a heart. Who? The doctor? No, is that what you're talking about? Like they give Tony Stark a heart? Like they change him from a selfish asshole into a normal person? No, I like how they brought this doctor's character back around towards the end of the the phases. They bring him back. Like when they met him, they bring back that story. What are you talking about? In the third movie. In Iron Man 3? Yeah. I don't remember him. In yeah, he's in, the, he's in the hotel when... Uh, that's the symposium where they met when he was drunk and he he met the doctor there so when um oh is he just in the beginning i've only seen iron man three ones when i fucking hated it yeah they brought they arced his character all the way back to the third one it is weird like uh this whole like series is very divisive because everyone everyone will will happily admit that this is one of the best mcu movies but then people hate two and then some people like and then people hate three but then like it's split like some people will say two's two's bad and three's great and some will say three's bad and two's all right like i don't i don't think two is bad i think two just has like this has the opposite of a usual like comic book movie for the time 
Because, like, all the Batman movies, it would be like, there's barely any Batman in the first one. But then in the second one, you get a lot of Batman. Right. In this one, there's a fuck ton of Iron Man yeah. scenes of him fighting bad guys and being Iron Man. In the second one, there's not a lot of Iron Man. It's just Tony Stark most of the time. Most of the time that Iron Man is on the screen, it's just him in an Iron Man suit with the helmet off, not doing anything. Right. So, like, that's a little Well, they had had to give him a story this time in the second one. They had to give him a a whole story. Um, But I like number two. I think two's good. I don't have a problem with any of them. I I enjoy all three of them. I think three is shit. Why do you think it's shit? what's, What's wrong with three? What's so bad about it? The suit is ugly as fuck. It's like khaki and red. But there's so many different suits. There's to no choose need from. for it. He's never actually like in the Iron Man costume until the end of the movie. True. Most <laughs> of the time you think he is, it winds up not being him. <clears throat> like when he saves all those people. Yeah, when he saves the Air Force One. Yeah. Uh I thought I using Iron Patriot in the way they did was stupid. There's just so much. I can't wait till we get to that commentary. <laughs> We'll save the rest of the bashing for the third one. <laughs> but it's just weird because they like banked and thought that this would be the best trilogy that they made. But Captain America is definitely, a much better trilogy. Definitely uh, Captain America. I enjoy... I think The Winter Soldier is the best MCU movie. You think so? That's my favorite movie. I do like it. I do like it a lot. I think it's the um, most well put together, like beginning to end, it is like perfect. I honestly think Thor Ragnarok is my second favorite out of all the movies. I really liked it when we saw it in theater, and then I I feel like its rewatchability is not really there. Really? I enjoy it. I fall asleep to it because I watch it so much. I fall asleep trying to watch it <laughs> because it's one of, like, it's so joke heavy. That you just kind of get beaten to death with and it. And that's what happens when you change to a director who does that. There's no big jokes. It's yeah. just a million little quips. Yeah. To where you're just like, when you're rewatching it and you already know them, you're just kind of like unfazed by it. Mm. I right. still think it's fun. It's a fun movie. I think yeah. Thor is great. I think everything about it is great. I just think rewatching it is kind of like, Are it's not as enjoyable. Thunder, or do you think that's going to be any good? Yeah, I hope so. Everything I've seen from it so far looks great. Good. The Guardians are going to be in it. Uh, I'm excited I for like, Natalie Portman to come back and be Lady Thor. I didn't like the Dark World. Nobody liked the Dark World. It was, like, it was, it was too serious and too gritty and too... Not enough well, it's also for. just, it's nothing. It's just nothing. Yeah. But the stuff on Asgard is great. Yeah. Like the whole, like his mom getting killed and stuff. I That's fast very, forward like, to the whole beginning of that one because it's so boring. Yeah. Yeah, it would definitely, and it was the first movie after the Avengers, Yeah, I think. And it wasn't as... Or right after Iron Man 3. And it wasn't it just, as big. People were just like, no. Nope. But they were like still trying to find their footing, and then that's what happened is that after that, Winter Soldier came out, and that like changed the entire landscape of the MCU. Because these are like, this movie's still pretty comic booky, and like so is Thor, and so is the first Captain America in Avengers. But then once you hit Winter Soldier, they all take like a more serious turn. Yeah, even just like the way they're filmed takes a lot more serious turn. Yep. I like how that none of them can figure out that he's just like working on himself here. <laughs> I'm glad that this guy didn't like turn out to be a rat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He worked hard to help him out. 
my thing is, how does he know he's got all the parts to build an arc reactor? I mean, <laughs> what do you? What do they want him to build? They want him to build a bomb, but they, they already have a bunch of Jericho missiles. So why not just fucking? Why not shoot? Use those. They wanted no. They had regular missiles. They wanted a Jericho missile made from all those regular ones. Oh, so, and the, <laughs> it's like he's throwing away the big parts. How do you? <laughs> yeah, this is a very like of the times movie. I think this is why it worked too. Like, as racist as it'll sound, it was like, oh, brown people in the desert are the enemy. Yeah. Like, yep. Like, Absolutely. We understand this. 2008. Which is real fucked up, but you think Tony would be doing that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, why isn't he? Oh, because he's got surgical hands. He's got... That's true. He's a doctor. He's a doctor, but I don't think anybody could have poured that ring that perfect yeah look at it It doesn't even need to be like sand down (laughs) he doesn't even clean the dirt off before he puts it together it's like come on man you gotta polish that thing so clean before you put it on there and where do you get the round lens just got a bunch of shit down here like magic The arc reactor is one of those things where it's just like, oh, you just easily made self-sustaining energy. (laughs) Yeah, my question is, how does the arc reactor get its power? (laughs) Yeah, like where did it get? Where did it get its initial charge? Where does the power come from for that perpetual energy? Or something big for 15 minutes. Something really fucking big, because that suit isn't much bigger than he is. I love how they have it in pieces. (laughs) Yeah, so that you couldn't look at anything and figure it out. (laughs) What made him think, I'm going to build a suit of iron? (laughs) Fuck it. I mean, why not? And then put this thing in the center. Does it snow in the Middle East? Um, never been there. <laughs> oh, no? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think it might. It just depends on... Uh... <laughs> look how much bigger the shitty TV makes it look. <laughs> a giant orb in the middle of his chest. It's one of those things, you don't even like think about that now, that like he doesn't have that anymore. I mean, he doesn't have anything anymore, but... I mean, for four movies... He had this fucking big giant metal thing in the middle of his chest. And, and I hate that they gone. took it out. It is weird that they just they were just like, oh yeah, we're just going to take it out now. So so why? So you could write it that he can take it off and give it to people? I mean, what's the point? It, the whole thing about Iron Man is to have this arc reactor in his chest. Yeah, well that whole thing, like, and it's even longer in like the Asian version. That whole scene was for... Like they got money from the Chinese government, from like the Chinese board of terror of a uh, tourism. Because so like the whole thing is like a paid advertisement to come to China. Like we're so great. Look how look how beautiful our city is and stuff like that. Like that scene isn't just oh yeah I had my I had the shrapnel taken out of my chest in the chi- in the Chinese version. It's very... oh you're talking about in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They paid Disney to put in this long scene of like. 
he went to China to get that taken out no because shit. they have the best medical care and blah, 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 blah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Well, then, I'd like to get hold of that version of it. They're all here like it doesn't <laughs> look anything at like the pictures. It doesn't look like a Jericho. Maybe it's been modified. <laughs> I often like to think this is how Doc Brown got the plutonium from the Libyans. <laughs> <laughs> This movie also links into uh, the Shang-Chi movie that we're getting. This one does? Yeah, because this is the terrorist organization he's being held by is the Ten Rings. Is it? Which is led by the Mandarin. So all these movies link up. Well, they did it wrong. That's a big part of why Iron Man 3 sucks. They're like, Ben Kingsley is is the Mandarin. Which he's going to be the Mandarin. He would have been a really good Mandarin. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. He's just our propaganda tool for Guy Ritchie to be the Mandarin. Guy Ritchie's a tool. But then they did that one shot where Ben Kingsley is in jail. Yeah. Uh, which you also see in that you see Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2 is in there and he's gay. <laughs> he's got like a, a lover <laughs> in jail. Um, But in that. It's revealed, like they kind of retconned it because people had such a bad reaction to Iron Man yeah. 3 that they were like, this guy wasn't the real Mandarin. Like, the Ten Rings send someone to kill Ben Kingsley for pretending to be the Mandarin. Right. I Shang-Chi's dad is the Mandarin in which this universe. I think Ben Kingsley would have been a great Mandarin. Yeah, but I'm fine with them changing it. They need to. I'm wondering if at the end of that film, Shang-Chi will wind up with the Ten Rings to oh, give him maybe. some sort of... Because if you see the trailer, they're just like ten brace. They're not rings on your fingers like they're supposed to be. Like the Mandarin in the comics has ten rings on, one on each finger. Right, right. And they all do different things. Like right. One has Almost like, like, like a Infinity fucking Stone. ice beam and one has like a yeah. fire beam and shit like that. Uh, in the movie, it looks like they're just bracelets that do... That are just very powerful. That's weird. So I'm wondering if he'll get that to give him some sort of superpower, because other than that, he's just a martial artist. He doesn't have superpowers. Right. He's just very, He's just one of the world's best fighters. Hmm. But also, if they don't give him superpowers, I mean, he could just re- he's just replacing Black Widow. She doesn't have any superpowers either. True. That's going to be an insane movie. Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing it. I mean, peek behind the curtain. We're recording this on Thursday, but this will be out on Friday, the day Black Widow comes out. And we're going to go, me and Ben and Tammy are all, the whole four Nerds by Nerds teams going together. Uh-huh. Yep. Going to go to the movies. It's going to be fantastic. We've waited so damn long, and yeah. they've pushed us off so long. Did you see Steven Dorff talking shit about it online? <laughs> what? No. Yeah. He said, uh,. He said Black Widow's embarrassing and and Scarlett Johansson should be embarrassed and that he doesn't want to make movies like that. He'll he'll keep looking for the next Stanley Kubrick and he'll make hit movies with that person. <laughs> to which I responded on Twitter, he probably can't get anyone to cover his shift at Burger King to go see the movie anyway. So. What's the last time he did anything? Anything relevant, yeah. Blade? Yeah. I haven't seen him since Blade. He's been in some... He just did like a UFC movie not too long ago that looked good, but it's like... Dude, you're in no position to be talking. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure the most beautiful woman in the entire world that's one of the best actresses on the planet really has to worry about what you say, yeah. cokehead Stephen Dorff. 
Yeah, Stephen Dorff is just jealous that his career didn't take off like hers. I will say it's a goddamn shame that Scarlett Johansson's going to waste on fucking Colin Jost from SNL. He's a good guy. What? She's so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) But if they're constantly watching him, like, how are they not just busting in right now being like... We see. What are you suiting up for? <laughs> like, he's, yeah, he's, he's he's in the shadows. He's not. They're watching him on camera. He is a League of Shadows. No? Okay, <laughs> wrong movie. <laughs> Make sure you get that mirror in there so you can see the see the arc reactor. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel bad for this poor guy. It's like he helps him out the whole time and then. He doesn't make it out. And then gets slaughtered. Where is Stark? He was there a moment ago. All right. Here it comes. I'm wondering... This guy doesn't die, right? I wonder if he'll make a reappearance. He gets scarred really bad. Yeah, he gets like fucked up with whatever that sound device <laughs> that uh, Obadiah Stane has. Oh, yeah. Paralyze it paralyzes you with sonic waves or something. Go ahead, pull that, pull that oh, door shit. open. They hooked a bomb up to the door. Damn! Kaboom! You dead? He's like shit, 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 shit. Put my helmet on. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of shit too. Yeah, he looks very familiar. I just think I'm used to seeing him with hair. Let me see what else he's been in. I remember not too long after this, he did a couple movies and I've watched them, but I can't remember what they were. And, I mean, they're in a cave in the middle of nowhere and they have computers that do shit. And it's DOS. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, how are you going to run this suit with that system? I I don't think this is right. Slow ass progress bar too. You got a hotspot? You get it? <laughs> yeah, maybe work on a router. <laughs> Dial up. <laughs> oh no. If you just sat there and fired, they would never come down the hallway. You don't have to run up on them. That is the truth. Oh, he was in Star Trek. Is he? Oh yes, he's the he's uh Captain Robu. Yes. And he was in Elysium. Uh, that's the one with uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, the uh, the one with the mech suits. Yeah. Um, District Nine guy. Yeah. Other than that, he's not been in much that I've seen him. Here we go. Here's the first appearance of Iron Man. When the light These terrorists have no idea what's about to happen to them. <laughs> Y'all about to get scared shitless. Here's the problem I have with this. There's too many open holes in his suit to where he wouldn't catch a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why does he have like a mouth part? <laughs> yeah, because it looks like the comics. <laughs> they did stay very true to the design in the comic book. Yeah, just a big metal giant. Yeah. What are you shooting at? Yeah, <laughs> There's nothing there except for... Pieces to bombs that you don't want to be shooting. 
There he is. Woot Big woot. Tin Man. I remember seeing this in theater. This was this came out the year before we met, which is weird to think that the MCU started before we were friends. Well, we bonded over something. Yeah, uh, Transformers <laughs> 2. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that awful movie. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I midnight, I midnight released this one, and it was, I was so pumped for it. It was so good. Like, it... It's always great when a movie doesn't disappoint. Oh yeah, lots of times it just does. Like sometimes, like, and I think that's all down to like advertisement. If it's advertised wrong, then it just becomes like disappointing. But this was like advertised perfectly. Like you don't don't show too much. You just show the right amount. Nowadays they fucking show everything in the trailer. Yeah, so you get the whole gist of the movie. I don't think they're doing that with Shang Chi though. I think they've done a really good job keeping that in secret. Yeah, well, I'm also like purposely not paying atten- that much attention to it, to so that it doesn't get ruined. Because I really want to like it. People are like like saying that he's he's boring, so like there's this outcry like of him being like I'm not a boring character or whatever. Yeah. I do feel like he has a little bit of a boring like he, has, he, he his face looks older than I think he is. I think they should have like uh. The guy they have playing Snake Eyes in the Snake Eyes movie? Yeah. I feel like maybe they should have switched him, just because that guy looks younger. Yeah. But I'm excited to see it. I just don't know him from anything. If that if that helmet lifts up yeah, that it easy... just flips up. It with be, eye holes? Be wiggling around every time he took a step. And to think that, like... Most of that's digital. You really couldn't tell back then. They did such Sometimes, a good job. Sometimes, yeah. You can tell now. I now feel that like you've when, seen it. yeah, when he, like at the time, the the real Iron Man suit that he gets really looked amazing. But like going back now, because I I saw a lot of this on TV a couple of years ago, and I hadn't seen it in a while, and I was like, oh, these graphics are starting not to hold up as well. But not compared to, I mean, now. not awfully, but. I feel like some of the graphics later on don't look all that great either. Like, I feel like the graphics got a little worse after Disney bought the company. Well, they cut they cut budgets in certain places. Well, he became such a little fucking drama queen that, like, he wouldn't put on the... Like, in this one, like, he has a lot of prosthetics on. Yeah. He has, like, a full Iron Man chest piece on. Right. And shit like that. And they put an Iron Man helmet on him and everything. And then the rest of them, he like, they're like, no, just, like, CGI it on. Yeah. So that's why it looks like his head is just floating over a cartoon body. Yeah. See, now those eye holes. They're way too big. He'd have taken a bullet right in the face. His eye'd be gone. He'd be dead. (laughs) There sure are a lot of missiles and ammunition out here for you to be setting fire to everything, Tony Stark. He's he's trying to destroy it all. But I think he would set off (laughs) an explosion that would... Got to hide the evidence of everything that has his name on it. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. Yeah, here comes an anti-aircraft weapon right here. And And that would just, I don't give a fuck what metal this is made out of. No, that would tear tear through that shit. Yep. Shooting with a fucking mounted 50 caliber machine gun. (laughs) Blow a hole in the side of uh, of a brick wall. And nothing's hitting the arc reactor either. Yeah, which is not shielded. 
It's right out there in the middle of nowhere. Yep. All right. Time, Time to fly. <laughs> this totally worked without being tested. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So here you go. And how many hundreds of feet in the air are you? Before you slam into the ground, <laughs> yeah, your body would be jello. <laughs> yeah, especially wearing all that shit. Oh yeah, no, nah, he wouldn't survive this. This hit yeah. right here would have killed anybody. Especially if your suit blows apart. <laughs> yeah, like if, this. You're, if your if your metal suit gets that fucked up, you would be liquid on the inside. <laughs> there's a there's a guy on YouTube, or no, uh, TikTok, and he does. Uh, Now's another episode for how fucked up is fucked up. <laughs> and he'll show pictures of shit and he'll be like, now's another time for how fucked up is fucked up. No, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll show weird pictures of shit. Like he showed a picture of somebody that fixed uh, their broken frame of their car with L brackets and screws. <laughs> and he's filming and he's like, no, that's fucked up. <laughs> uh, oh, he's hilarious. But seriously, yeah, that Impact would have killed anybody. But I also feel like if if a high-profile person like Tony Stark was captured by a terrorist organization, they would have found him. Because oh, they, they would have stopped at nothing to just fucking, like... he's He, he builds weapons. If they couldn't find him, they'd just bomb everywhere yeah, to yeah. make sure that they couldn't use him. Well, we already know that America goes in and snipers the shit out of people. They'd have They'd have found him. This is the only time where I don't like Rhodey's costume. He looks out of place in this outfit. It does. His head looks too big. His clothes look too baggy. He just doesn't look like it fits him right. But other than that, the rest of this movie, I think he's fantastic. No sunburn whatsoever. That is a ginormous plane. <laughs> Wandering around the desert for days. No sunburn. I don't like when people don't act familiar with people though it's like his best friends here are Pepper and John Favreau Happy Hogan like they would hug him and shit he just got kidnapped by a terrorist organization imprisoned shrapnel in the fucking chest like presumed dead like they would fucking they would give him hugs and shit oh she's smiling yeah at least she's happy <laughs> Like, it's not like he's a serious guy. Quippy. That, and I'm pretty sure, like, against his own request, they would have taken that shrapnel out of his chest if that was a possibility. <laughs> like, oh, they yeah. would have done it right away. Definitely. I want an American cheeseburger. Why did they say it that way? Because he was, he was probably in the... Across the sea for a long time, fucking recovering and shit. Not like they flew him home the next day. That's true. I want an American cheeseburger. And then after he dies, his daughter wants a cheeseburger. And then it's just it's a so big sad. giant Burger King commercial after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, Obadiah's Dan gives him huggies. Well, that's because <laughs> he's, he was he was his dad's best friend. And Tony Stark is Tony Stark. I highly doubt he'd want cheeseburgers. He'd be like, I need pussy now. <laughs> <laughs> I need a a fifth of Jack and some and a blowjob. <laughs> I've been cooped up with some fifty year old doctor man for the last fucking six months. Phil Coulson. 
<laughs> Talk about suits that don't fit. Look out! Look at his suit. Well, he's a he short looks like a child <laughs> wearing an adult suit. That's what happened. His daddy uh, only had this suit, so he had to put it on. Are you going to Sunday school, Phil Coulson? Dressed in your daddy's best suit. <laughs> it is a huge jacket. Holy shit. And look how much taller she is than he is. Well, she's a giant. Yeah. She's not a little woman. Speaking of American cheeseburgers, that's what's for lunch today. Hell yeah. Bacon cheeseburgers. Me and Ben love cheeseburgers. I want those cheeseburgers egg rolls you made the other day. Holy shit. I ate the last two this morning for breakfast. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) They were good. Yeah, they look good. They were homemade, too. I didn't buy them. I, I made those. I love egg rolls. Oh, man. Maybe I could make those today instead. They take a lot longer. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so this was a weird thing. Terrence Howard was replaced by Don Cheadle because in this movie, he was the highest paid actor. <coughs> because he was an, he was a bigger actor at the time than Robert Downey Jr. was. Yeah. Like, nobody wanted to work with Robert Downey Jr. because he, was, he wasn't trustworthy. Which is crazy to think, too, because like... If Disney had bought Marvel before they started this, no fucking way in hell he'd have been cast as Tony Stark. No. They would have been like, we're not having some fucking cokehead no, as I the head of our franchise. Yeah, Disney would have cut him off at the knees. Then we would have gotten Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> I don't think we'd get Tom Cruise either. He's got a, <laughs> he's got enough of a he's got a bag full of problems himself. But yeah, he was he was top billed in this. He got the most amount of money. And then when they started negotiating for Iron Man 2, he was like, so I'll get the most amount of money again? And they were like, no. <laughs> and he was like, then I'm not doing it. And they're like, okay. Robert, <laughs> like, Robert Downey Jr. definitely took this one by the reins and you were a secondary character and that's all there is to it. But how stupid do you have to be? Like, why would the lead actor not get the most amount of money? I agree. Those giant tanks of oxygen right behind you would suggest that you don't smoke that cigar. I love this reactor. It's very 70s or 60s, whenever his dad built it. Yeah, so Tony's had a a coming to Jesus moment. Yeah, knowing that his weapons are killing people, it's like how did how did you not know your <clears throat> weapons were killing people years ago? <laughs> well, he didn't know that terrorists were getting their hands on his weapons. Well, now he knows. Which it's like, what? You're only okay if the Americans are using your weapons to kill yeah. people. Yeah, it's okay if Americans slaughter, but can't have anybody else doing it. But if the if the arc reactor in his chest would power his heart for fifty years or for fifty lifetimes. Shouldn't that that arc reactor power the whole fucking country? Like, Jesus. Yeah, you would think so. He just looks mean. Yeah. Bald, he looks mean. You know, you give him hair, he, he looks, looks good. He though. looks fun. Oh, yeah, he looks, he looks good. Fantastic. Bald with the beard. Yep. It's a good look for him. I look bald. I look. I look good bald with a beard. 
which is good because I'm go- eventually going to go bald. <laughs> but you can tell he's not supposed. You can still see his hairline. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know he's not supposed to be bald. Which is like, what a great head of hair he's got for a man his age. Hell yeah, he's got to be what seventy. Like in this? No, just now. Now. Oh, now, yeah. And he At still least. has all that long hair. Yeah. I wish he'd do another movie or two, because it'll be a shame not to get something else out of him before he gets too old to to be on screen. Yeah, Tron is back in the works. I mean, Ooh. I don't think he'll be in it, because he died in the last one, but... They'll use his digital likeness. Yeah, his weird digital face again. And this guy, he was he was definitely the it thing back when this came out. Yeah. And nobody, he got like sued and shit for the show. Oh, really? Yeah, because people were taking his stock advice. <laughs> they lost the money. <laughs> that's why his show is no longer on the air, and that's why he doesn't do anything anymore, because he's just garbage. I don't think he'd be doing this himself. <laughs> I love it when you you can tell that his body's fake in this, but not there. That's real. That's fake. <laughs> I mean, the prosthetics were pretty good, but you can still see it. The angle's different. Yeah. So it was a little disappointing in the second one when he's like... Uh... Like, this, his arc reactor is, like, killing him. Yeah. I thought, like, at the beginning, like, I thought it was going to be, because one of the biggest Iron Man stories is about his alcoholism. Yeah. And I thought, like, at the beginning when he's testing his blood, I thought it was his blood alcohol level. No. It was like, I thought it was going to be a big thing about him, like, having a dr- having a, a drinking problem, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was just like, oh, no, this is killing me. Well, they they can't. They have to... You know, it doesn't make any sense. He's like, oh, don't rip the magnet out, but then they yeah, leave then it out. Yeah, and then she does. And, and then, then he's like, fuck it. And it's like, whatever, the magnet doesn't really need to be in there, but it really needs to be in there. But also, like, she's got rings on. She hasn't washed her hands. Oh, yeah, she didn't sanitize. You got a hole in your fucking chest, dude. This is pre-COVID. Nobody cares about sanitation. <laughs> Post-COVID, she'd have, she'd have suited up like a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, no, she wouldn't have had a ring on either. Because she would have created a, an arc with that ring on the side of the inside of that tube. What the fuck are you clicking that into? Yeah, what's it snapping into since the battery or the yeah. magnet's gone? Where's the magnet that was keeping the shrapnel out of your heart? It is yeah, um <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Cut away, cut back. Now he's normal. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, where is it? Yeah, he's got like no pecs whatsoever. It's weird, like flumpy body. You can see the like the line where his neck is. Yeah, it's all silicone. 
See, he's not even like all that cut up, but I would like just to be in that type of shape. <laughs> so would <laughs> just I. Just in shape. Yeah, I mean, he he worked hard definitely to look like that. Yeah. No, I mean, when he was in the fucking cave smashing hammers and shit, he was all jacked up. Yeah. I think his uh, robot's name really is Dummy. (laughs) (laughs) It is weird. It's like you go from I built a metal suit in a cave and like five years later you have a suit you're fucking like stepping in and out of or is made out of nanobots and shit. (laughs) It's like it's a little too like Jarvis can do a little too much in this movie. He's just like, oh, yeah, make it. And Jarvis is like, okay. It's like, what the f- you just have a, you already have a setup plant building machine, like, suits for you out of nowhere. Yeah. So I think. Um, like, it's a, it's a hell of a plot device to just be like, oh, yeah, it'll just make it in the background. Before Jarvis was an AI in this house, that's what those little robots were. In the comics, they were Jarvis. Well, Jarvis was a person right. in the and comics. After- he was like Alfred. Right. Um, what was I watching? I watched the the history of something with Tony Stark or or Jarvis itself, and so the the little mechanical hands, the ones he calls dummy and stuff like that, that was Jarvis before it was the AI. The, for the AI, house. full AI, yeah, yeah. He uh, he just strolls onto a military base, <laughs> no clearance or anything. He's Tony Stark. He can do what he wants. See, I really like their like relationship here. They're back and forth. Like it's, it, I feel like it's much better than it is between him and Don Cheadle. Yeah, I mean, it's a good. It, they had good chemistry on screen, definitely. Like I feel like there's no real like there's an emotional arc between these two in this one, and you can like tell that they care about each other, but they're like you know, in that like, I'm mad you're making stupid decision types of way, but like in the other ones, I don't feel like you get that. Like, he cares about Rhodey, but I don't feel like you get that, like, deep concern about Tony's well-being from Don Cheadle. No, definitely not. He's more of his own character for himself, trying to be all comedy and, and everything else. I would love this, though. I love his I love his 3D machines here, his holograph machines. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what can I do with this? Let's throw this out. <laughs> he just, like, throws everything away. And then it's like, why do you even bring this up? I think it's genius technology for all these movies the way they did the digital stuff. This is like the scene from Spaceballs. <laughs> we ain't found shit! They're fucking combing the desert. With the giant With comb. the afro pick. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Spaceballs. Who would, who would lift that like that? I'd have emptied it first and then lifted yeah. it up. Now he's got all that sand in his sleeve. It's like stupid. Don't be stupid. How hot must that be? I don't know. I want goggles like that, though. Like, your whole head's wrapped in, like, a scarf, and you have a scarf around your face in that sun. Like, ugh. It was, like, 900 degrees. Must be miserable. Next, uh, like, two weeks from now, I think the 21st, it's supposed to be 91 on the weather app. It says it's going to be 91. It says it's going to feel like 129. 129? Yeah. That's just awful. Yep. So that's going to be miserable. I'm not recording that day. <laughs> no. And good thing I bought in a window air conditioner because holy shit. Probably have the whole all the kids sleeping in my room that night. 
Wow. No. My wife will sleep in her separate bedroom at that time with the, her own air conditioner, and I will have to suffer in the heat. <laughs> See, like later, he has Jarvis just make the whole suit, but here he's literally doing the work himself. Yeah, well, maybe this is where he starts to build everything else. You know <laughs> Once I mean? he gets it all figured out, it's easy to just be like, oh, just manufacture this. Yeah, just duplicate this. See, the reason I love this is because this looks practical, like it could really work. Yeah. Except for this would kill him right here. Oh, yeah. This is my wife's favorite part. 10% thrust capacity. Ooh. The only thing it was missing was one of those comical... (laughs) Smacked into a concrete wall. (laughs) Upside down. He'd have broke his neck when he landed. (laughs) And I love how much attention to detail have like his coffee cups are stark branded yeah everything is so detail oriented in this and his chair that leather chair with the wooden back that they were just showing Mm. um we just ordered a couple of bar stools for our kitchen like that that look kind of like that they're retro oh yeah oh yeah they're beautiful I need new headphones that I was thinking about getting. They sell ones that look like the old 70s ones, like with the pad across the top. Yeah. Stuff. I've, I'm thinking about getting those. Do it. Jesus. <laughs> but he's fine. It's like, I'm pretty sure your fucking shoulder would be ripped out of socket. Yep. Isn't there a point at some point where he's got like a bandage with ice on his shoulder? Yeah, well, he's side. always fucking with his hand, his whole arm and shit. Yeah. Every single movie, he hurts his hand. Which, there's a lot of things like that. Like, uh, in Dragon Ball Z, Vegeta always hurts his arm. Like, his arm, his one arm always gets fucked up in a fight, so he'll always be, like, holding one arm. Really? And in this, he always is, like, always, always fucking with his arm. So, filming movies has got to suck when you have to eat, because... You know, there's a difference between fresh pizza out of the refrigerator, cold pizza, and then shit that's been sitting room temperature for too long, yeah. and you still have to film this, and it looks stiff as cardboard, and he still has to take a bite. I'd be like, no. Sorry. I know. I saw uh, Shaun of the Dead when they're watching the news, and the one guy's eating the ice cream. They had to, like, take after take after take. He's eating the, like, Cornetto ice cream cone. He's just like taking the top and like putting it back on so that at the beginning of the every take he can take it off and lick it and lick it and lick it. And it's just like how gross must of that have gotten. Yeah. I mean even if if maybe it wasn't real ice cream, maybe. I mean Watch how this pizza's just in the box and it's so stiff. It's like, oh no, I don't want a piece of that. Sorry. Uh, Jeff Bridges will constantly say that they they had no script for this movie. Everything was just ad libbed. Get out! But of I here. find that a little hard to believe. Get out. Maybe they ad libbed a lot, but there definitely had to be some kind of script. And see, they did such a good job with this; it's believable. His, yeah, the way his face moves, uh, his reaction to stuff. Yeah, all his limbs are moving. Yeah, it's so believable. He did such a good job. 
And you know, it's all it's all fake. It's all wires. It's all. I I always wonder like how they do that and like how does a director direct scenes that are like full of CGI? You know what I mean? Like how how do you know it's like they're hitting their mark for things that don't exist and shit? Like it always fascinates me. Yeah, because you know the the flames weren't there, but he was on wire harnesses over Jeez. these cars. He was on wire harnesses here. But just his reactions to what he has to do and everything else are just so fantastic that they really, really started to make this shit believable. Yeah, if anyone thinks we're just shitting all over this film, like we're just pointing out obvious shit for funsies. Yeah, I feel I like some people won't listen to the episodes that we do are on good movies because they think we're just going to shit all over them. Like, we're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it immediately goes to yeah I made boots yeah. and, and arm pieces to I have a full robot suit <laughs> and I love this Iron Man suit yeah I do really color. like this suit yeah, yep. the one that's all silver is that gold is that bronzy looking car or McLaren uh, I'd have to see it again And they made the suit. Uh, this was so thick and chunky, and this is what Iron Man is to me. Yeah. The, the newer suits, the nano suits that fit perfect to his body and stuff, not so much. Yeah, I like this with all the flaps and stuff. Yeah, this is what it should be. Like they were gonna make this movie in the nineties, and it would have been awful. It would have been really bad. It would have been like steel, because you couldn't have done this. Like, it's cool to like you see a picture of Iron Man, and you go, oh yeah, that's cool. But like to actually see it in motion and see all these little flaps moving around like a fucking airplane and shit. Like yeah. it's so oh. cool. They never could have pulled this off in the nineties. See, I think that bronzy looking car is on McLaren. I'd have to clarify. Yeah, that. I'm not sure. And I I I love the voice of Jarvis too. That guy's really good. Yeah, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany is fantastic. Yeah, he really got his in the end. He had to fucking, for four movies, he did absolutely nothing but like a day of voiceover work, and then he has to do more makeup than anybody (laughs) to be the vision. uh, He was at home when he got the call to be um, Vision, and when he got the call, he thought it was a call that said, you know, this is the end of your career with Marvel because we're not... You know, Jarvis is gone out of the thing. Like, are you firing me? And they're like, no, we need to do this. He's like, shit, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, which I feel like was fan casting, because I feel like people said that Jarvis should become Vision a lot of times before it actually happened. Well, I'm glad they did, because Vision is a great character. He was doing, like, a lot of cool movies, that, but just wasn't, like, they weren't getting him recognition. Right. Like, he did Priest and uh, Legion and stuff like that. Yep. So he was always kind of around, but, like, he wasn't getting the credit that he deserved. You know, um, he went up for the role of uh, Joker in the Dark Knight series. Oh, really? And Heath Ledger got it over him. And I think Paul Bettany would have been a phenomenal Joker. I'd see it, yeah. I'd take him as a Joker. Yep. He He has that lanky... 
you know, that tall, lanky look to him, he would have made a phenomenal Joker. I'm not saying Heath Ledger wasn't because Heath Ledger is a genius as the Joker. Yeah, give him to give me him as the Joker now. Yeah, I'd love to see him as a Joker right now. Yeah, instead of this yeah tool that's don't the Joker even now. don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Either one of the two new Jokers nope. is just fuck it. I don't get it. I don't get why people are like that movie so good. Joker <laughs> sucks, people. Like, yes, it is filmed well. And yes, what he's doing is considered good acting because he's not acting like himself. But, ugh, does nothing for me. Like, I he, dislike that movie so much that I don't even want to do a commentary for it on here. Yeah, my only, the only saving part of that whole entire movie for me is if I don't think of it as a DC movie and if I don't think of it as the uh, Yeah, if he was Joker just a Batman. clown... That went on to a TV show, like I would be perfectly fine with it. But yeah, it's like I don't want. This is what the Joker would be like if it was real life. Like I don't, I don't give a shit about that. At yeah, it's all. not what I'm looking for out of my my uh, superhero. I movie want a fantastical world. I need yeah. like I I want fantasy. I don't like. I could fucking put on clown makeup and go down the street shooting people today. Like <laughs> that, that, that wouldn't be fucking interesting. And it wouldn't be far off from what he feels like. On yeah. A daily basis. <laughs> No, I I don't hate that movie because I can see the art in it. But I don't like it as a as a hero movie or as a anti-hero movie. I don't like it at all. I just think it's a crack of shit when movies like this get passed over and get talked about like they're shit and the, but a movie like that wins fucking Academy Awards. And it's like you're not going to tell me fucking Robert Downey Jr is a bad actor in this movie. But you're going to say that he doesn't deserve an, a, a nomination for an Academy Award for this? He sure did. See? Oh, wrong shoulder. You were more comfortable giving it to him for blackface in Tropic Thunder right? than for a comic book movie. I was just watching HBO uh, just put a bunch of movies on, and one of them is uh, White Chicks. Oh, yeah. How is that not pissing people off versus Robert Downey Jr. in blackface? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Well, I, uh, yeah, I mean, we're not even going to get into that. Nope. Tip for tat. But it's just one of those things where it's like the whole point of him being in blackface in that movie is that it's ridiculous. Like, it's not. Well, to that be, he's an actor playing. It's not to be character. offensive, yeah. And I honestly, I don't love that movie, but I don't hate that movie. I think it's a pretty funny movie. Yeah, it is. There are lots of funny parts in it. I think, like, Ben Stiller's the worst. Like, he sh- he shouldn't be the main guy in that movie because he's, like, the worst part of that cast. I am not a Ben Stiller fan. I like him in certain things, but he gets a little, uh, he gets to be a little too much. He, he, he I saw behind the scenes of him and Robert Downey Jr. filming that scene where he's like, I'm the dude pretending to be the dude. Yeah. Because I think Ben Stiller might have directed that or he was at least a producer on it because Ben Stiller's sitting there going like, one more take, one more take, and they did it like fifty times in a row, and he just kept going one more, one more, and he's like, yep, one, yep, yep, and it's like, if someone kept saying one more to me and it went on for a fucking twenty minutes, I'd be like, how many one mores are there? Like yeah. that would infuriate the shit out of me. I don't know <laughs> how they fucking do that. Here, I got one for you. It's called the thumb. Yeah, this is my one more. <laughs> it's gonna connect with all these other fingers and then it's going to connect with your mouth. 
He was driving an Audi. Tony Stark always drives Audis in every single movie. They put him in some insanely gorgeous cars. Even in part three where he's like he steals the car when he crashes his suit. Yeah. He's driving like a piece of shit old Audi. Yep. There he is. Stanley. As Hugh Hefner. <laughs> and now we don't have either one of them. Yeah. What a world. Growing up and getting old sucks, Josh. Yeah. All the things that we held dear as a child are getting old and crusty. And Yeah. Richard Donner passed away the other oh, day. Oh, God, don't. It breaks my heart. Yeah. Me and Ben were really sad. Well, I don't. Well, I got to admit, I didn't realize he was 90 years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, God, the legacy he leaves behind is my childhood. Yeah, he made a lot of movies we love. He made <laughs> a lot of movies we've done on this show already. Yeah. Richard Donner is is a god to us, so now he's with his god. We still got to do Superman. Hell yeah, I we do. I fucking love that movie so much. I am scouring the internet for pictures of a wax museum where I sat in front of a Superman statue, a Christopher Reeve Superman statue that looked so real I thought he was human. Well, you sent me that TikTok yesterday where the fucking people, you did the... Oh yeah. Well, what do you even call that? I don't like, know. It what wasn't that's face swapping. No, it wasn't. But it would it animated the eyes and the mouths and, and the brows. Yeah, it was creepy. They were using like the real toys that look exactly like like one for one models. Yeah, and it was just like the eyes would start moving around because it was the person on yeah. the camera's eyes. It was fucking creepy. It was like these toys were coming to life. It was it was ridiculous. I loved it. I saw that and I was like, holy shit, Josh has to see this. But no, I have a picture of me someplace in my collection of pictures. I found my pictures. Did yeah, good. Um, but I have a picture of me. It's it must be at my mother's house, but it's a picture of me as I was like nine or ten, and we went to this wax museum in the south, and they sat me in front of this Christopher Reeve Superman statue, and he's got all these crystal columns up beside him. I mean, it looks like he's in his uh, Fortress of Solitude. There was a green crystal. Absolutely gorgeous. And you would swear that man was about to talk to you. Yeah. But he was wax. And See, I've been I'd scouring the internet looking for that. I'd love to go to some sort of art exhibit that is all stuff like that. That would just that would make my fucking day. We need to. I think that'd be so him. cool. We live so close to Boston. You think stuff like that would come to Boston all the time, but it really doesn't unless we're just not seeing it. We need to be looking for it, I guess. There's a guy I follow on uh, TikTok and YouTube who does nothing but goes around to wax museums and stuff like that. So he's got me into looking for this one that I went to when I was a kid. I'm going to have to ask my parents if they remember. Yeah. But I, I think... It Where was, was it? I, it was either in Florida or it was in uh, South Carolina. I can't remember. might have been in Virginia. <laughs> one of those three states. Um, it was on one of our road trips... When we were going to Disney when I was a kid. So I, I it could have been Florida. But I want to say it was called the Hollywood Wax Museum. And they had a bunch of them throughout the United States. And a lot of these are gone now. And I saw one the other day that looked kind of like the same one. But it wasn't. It just wasn't. Yeah. 
I, I'll know it if I find it, but I'm going to keep scouring and I'm going to keep looking. I look it up on YouTube. I'm looking it up on the internet. I can't find it, but it was absolutely, hands down, the best thing I've ever seen in my life when I was a kid. I feel like you'd remember the last piece of ass you got before you were captured by terrorists. I think he was just trying to blow her off. <laughs> but, I mean, if I got that piece of ass before I got captured by terrorists, I'd remember it. Because while I was being tortured, that's the first thing that would come to my mind. <laughs> I'd be like, take me to somewhere different. Yeah, let's get take, out of here. <laughs> t- take me. Hold on. Yeah, I'm my fingernails pulled yeah. out, but, oh, man, that last night. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you can't hurt me, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I got a video playing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a boner to any man's body. <laughs> Can you imagine? We're trying to rip your fingernails out. Why do you have a hard on? <laughs> I got I got a sex swing, my bitch, <laughs> and I'm a billionaire. Don't ask questions, just pull. <laughs> and this is where he finds out he's a shitbag. Yeah. Who do you think locked you out? I don't. Him and his brother both have that voice that doesn't look like it's coming out of their mouths. The yeah. way they talk. Well, they're yeah, their jaws move. Bo, Bo Bridges is just such a weird looking fucking guy. <laughs> but their mouths move so weird. It's like, how do you even form words that are legible? It's weird when you have these like brothers, and like one is like handsome, and then the other brother is just like a mutant version of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid. Oh Jesus, right. Randy Quaid looks like Dennis Quaid got kicked by a horse. <laughs> um, my nephew's best friend down in North Carolina. Like, look how fake that hand looks now. Oh yeah, yeah. But when we saw this in theater, it looked like real. Yeah. Oh, you can tell it's fake. Um, my nephew's best friend, uh, down in North Carolina looks just like Randy Quaid. Oh really? <laughs> Especially when he grows a beard. And shaves his head. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. And, and he, like, lost his fucking mind. Randy Quaid? Yeah. yeah he's, he's all into this, like, he'll post videos on YouTube where he's, like, he's got this huge beard. He thinks the government is, like, out to get him and shit. Really? Yeah. So does he fly a plane and he doesn't, crop He doesn't make been, movies anymore. Has he been abducted by aliens? <laughs> Um, I think uh, my nephew's friend is actually dressed up as him as uh, the uncle there from Christmas oh, vacation. Yeah. Yep. Shatter's full! <laughs> <laughs> looks just like him. I swear to God, I'm going to find you a picture. I, I can't. You got to see it. This okay. guy's also so giant that he dressed up as Bane one year. Shaved yeah, you've showed me the, the pictures of that. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I mean, he was he's huge. Look how much work it is for him to get in the suit here. And then a few movies later, he's just tapping something on his chest. Yeah, and it's all nanotech, which I'm not I'm not thrilled with the nanotech aspect of the new suits because I liked this portion. I enjoyed yeah. watching the suit go together almost like a transformer. Yeah. I always wondered on in uh, Avengers, how the fuck is he getting in and out of the suit on the helicarrier? Because <laughs> it doesn't have this machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. 
That's such a cool scene. It just they looks... got a they got a pop of that coming out where he's like in the machine getting the suit put on. Oh yeah, it looks so fucking cool. Holy shit, I want it. Do you think your body could handle doing G forces like that? Nope. Uh, well, that's suit. why he like had the suit made out of the metal they make satellites out of. So like it would re- it would be like resistant, but like what? Yeah, what type of barrier is in there to actually protect your body? From force, you know what I mean. Cause I don't know if you started hitting G forces or like breaking the sound barrier with your body and not being encapsulated in anything. Yeah, I think would would destroy you. Instantly. Well, like if the Iron Man he gets shot by a tank here in a minute, and it's like that would still kill him. Like even if it didn't penetrate the suit, even if his body was still intact, the force. The shockwave that would send through the suit into his body would shut his brain off. Oh yeah, like that's how most people die in car accidents. It's not the it's not anything hitting you. It's the force of you suddenly stopping, like smacks your fucking brain against your own skull. Yep, it's trauma. This suit, this scene is great though. He's like, fuck country borders. I'll just fly over to the Middle East and kill all these people. Superhero landing. Was that the first one? Yeah. Like, this is what superhero landings look like from now on? Well, that's how Iron Man would land in the comics a lot. (laughs) I've always just been a little like, how does this all work? You know what I mean? He's not talking to Jarvis or anything. Like, a lot of stuff just kind of happens for him. Yeah. Does, does he have a neural link? Not yet. Not in this one. So, it's it comes out of his heart? That was a, a, a real big problem with Part 3, too, because, like, the, the Extremist is in Part 3, and in the comic books, that's Extremist is, like, what he puts in his body that makes him control the suit, which he does control the suit a little bit in the third one with his mind. Like, the gloves will come to him and stuff. And the whole suit will, like, come to him in pieces. Yeah. But in the comics, it was, like, Extremis was, like, the suit was in his blood. So, like, he could put the suit on whenever the fuck he wanted to. So that kind of leads into the nanotech for the new one. Yeah, and they were like, no, it's just a fucking, makes you, like, a volcano person. (laughs) Yeah, I want my pores to bleed out my suit. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck he just walks away yeah cool guys don't look at explosions that's right <laughs> and now he has a brother in the comic books that was Iron Man for a little bit In the they just did Iron Man 2020 yeah like his adopted brother or something well I think it's like his long lost brother Amadeus Stark yeah I know very little about that storyline. I don't like the suit at all. It looks like a regular Iron Man suit, but it has, like, gears in the shoulders. Gears? <laughs> like, they look like big gears around his shoulder blades. Weird. How are they? How is the military picking him up now, but they didn't pick him up on his way over there? <laughs> also, like, if you fly below a certain height, you wouldn't, you won't get picked up at all. Mm, that is true. He 
He's just cruising along. Do, do, do. Just wiped out some terrorists. And he's... Like, how much would that, like, suck and hurt your back? Like, how, how long do you think it takes to fly to fucking Afghanistan, dude? I If you lay on the floor right now and you point your head up Ooh. in the direction to look straight, that's going to crank your spine for so long. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a 24-hour flight. Yeah. <laughs> well, not at mock speed. <laughs> Remember, he's running the... You can break the damn sound barrier. You got you, you got five G there, Tony. Of course he does. That suit connects to everything on the on the on the uh, Earth for satellite linkage. Somebody stepped in and did the job for you. Shit. <laughs> so you get a lot of cool stuff like this, a lot of scenes like this with Iron Man. In the second one, you don't get any of this. It's just him hanging out eating fucking donuts. Oh God. He was going through a crisis, Josh. <laughs> yeah, but you want to see him fucking fighting people. That's true. Supersonic. It just went supersonic. I got a lock. If he went supersonic, you're not getting a lock on him. Yeah. Flares. In his flares, the explosion blows him even faster forward. I mean, no, sorry. He'll launch those flares beforehand. (laughs) I wonder if this is going to be in the new Top Gun movie. (laughs) Tom Cruise versus um, Iron Man. It basically is because that that I think that's the whole point of the movie. It's kind of like that movie uh, Stealth, where they have like unmanned ships that are supposed to replace the pilots. Oh yeah, and then he's like, "No, nah, pilots are great because I can teach them how to be mavericks. I can teach you how to dogfight." Please tell me that's a flip phone. Yeah, it is. My parents still have flip phones. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, listen here, motherfucker. Jesus. He's, like, oh. he's pissing his pants yeah. now. He's like, I almost killed my best friend. <laughs> you think you can really hold on to a jet like that? No. <laughs> his hands would get sucked into the engines. Uh, oh, God. Oh, I just took out that guy's wing. Yeah. Jesus. Suck it. Iron oh. Man, baby. He's attacking. He's attacking. He just destroyed a probably $4 million piece of equipment. I think, he, I think he actually tells him how much it is. Why do those cost so much, though? Jesus. Like, because there's so many wires and shit you have to... Uh, so much, so much technology little... goes into it to keep you safe. My grandma, her her brother's wife, uh, works for the Air Force building like helicopters and stuff. No shit. Yeah. I'd love to do that. My cousin Dennis used to be a mechanic for uh, planes like this and the um, helicopters when he lived in, when he was in the Army. He was in Florida. 
Yeah. He did he did this type of uh, mechanical work. He was fast enough to catch this guy, but he wasn't fast enough to catch Rhodey when he fell out of the sky. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> That's just raffle. Rhodey took a digger too, man. One of the guys here in this military base is uh, the guy that works at Wayne Enterprises in The Dark Knight, the one that's going to rat on. He figures out that Bruce Wayne's Batman and he's oh, going to yeah. rat him out. <laughs> then he ends up in like... Yeah, and then the Joker tries to have him killed. <laughs> Isn't that the usually BS? It's not that simple. <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't be doing that either, though. Like, I feel like military, they have, like, press people. They do have press They people. have a pepper pots that would be on TV. They <laughs> do. They have a pepper pots. A very highly paid press secretary. <laughs> He doesn't know how to get out of the suit. <laughs> the more you struggle, the more this is going to hurt. Uh, I've said that once in a while. <laughs> I've, said I've said that before. One of these robots would accidentally rip his fucking arm off. Oh, yeah. He's got bullet holes. Yeah, bitch, I just saw some terrorists. So here's the problem. If the hole is in the suit, the hole is in Tony. Yeah. Especially with the weapons that were getting blown at him. I mean, that man would have would have died already so many times. When I watched this, like, I knew what the Ten Rings was before I watched this movie. Like, I did not. So I just assumed this guy was going to be the Mandarin. Not, Je- not Jeff Bridges, but this guy. No, Oh, yeah. Scarface here. He would have been a good Mandarin. Nice face, dipshit. And he's little versus Jeff. Jesus. How tall is Jeff Bridges? Because <laughs> he makes that guy look tiny. Yeah. So what, he just flew to the Middle East at, in the middle of the night? Like, Yeah. How do you think time works? He was just in his house in his pajamas. You don't care. See, there's the ten ring symbol right there. Oh yeah, yeah. It was in the background of t- when Tony in his like, we have your Tony Stark video that they sent out. Yeah. Well, I can't find a good picture of Jared that looks like Bo Bridges. Not Bo Bridges. <laughs> Randy, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. I mean, here's his newest profile picture. He looks like a damn Sasquatch. Yeah, he's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Bridges becomes Ironmonger in this movie. They kept... Saying that uh, the Crimson Dynamo was going to be in these movies, which is basically like evil Iron Man. It's like right. an Iron Man suit, but he's a bad guy. 
and they just never did that. Like when uh, Mickey Rourke was cast as Whiplash for the longest time, they said he was going to be the the Crimson Dynamo. Did you like Mickey Rourke as Whiplash? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like when he's like, "I want my bird." <laughs> No, my bird. My this bird. is not my bird. I want my bird. <laughs> Smacking the table and shit. That man, I, and it's not makeup, but did you see his fingernails? Yeah. And his fingers? He has got some of the most awkward looking hands I've ever seen. He must do, every time I see people with fingernails like that, I assume like on their free time, they must do a lot of work with their hands. Because my grandfather was a plumber, which is all working with your hands. Yeah. And his fingernails, every single one of his, he well, had just fucking. That's also indicative to like huge, heart problems and sugar problems. Huge, thick, yeah, calloused fucking hands, fucking fingernails that look like they belong on a camel. Yeah, like yeah, just huge. My stepdad's hands are like that. Yeah, but he's always worked with his hands. But he also has bad sugar. <laughs> yeah, my grandpa definitely didn't have bad sugar. Did he have heart problems? No, just fucking smashing every single one of your fingers with a wrench and a fucking hammer for 50 (laughs) years. I'm like, I got little petite hands versus some of these people. Yeah, because fucking men aren't men anymore. Thanks. It's true. (laughs) It is. We're not fucking out there building everything all the time. Nope. No, because retail But it's also why we don't look fucking 80 years old when we're fucking 40. Yep. Jesus. When do you turn 40? Six years from now. Six years from now. I'll still look like I'm 20. And I'll be 52 years from now. My grandfather died. My dad's dad died. My other grandfather. uh, When he was 54. And he looked like he was fucking 80. Balding, like fucking horseshoe, like I'm going to get. Fucking gray beard down to his fucking like belly button. No shit. Look like the oldest man in the fucking world. He was in his. He's. He was younger than my dad is now. My dad doesn't look anywhere near as old <laughs> as he is. But I mean, that's also fucking like thirty years of drinking and smoking a fucking two packs of cigarettes every but day. But also working a harder life than we ever did. Yeah. So, you got to give it up to the the people that came before us. They really did build this country and make it. Yeah, my grandfather was fucking. My mom's mom grandfather the plumber he was no fucking joke dude grew up on a farm so he just fucking just worked literally his entire life yeah my stepdad was the same way yeah i mean i can build a house you know no formal training on building a house and can go to didn't go to trade school to build a house but he can build a house and kick the fucking shit out of you yeah (laughs) like i would never have fucked with my grandfather i'm gonna tell you my my stepdad is what 72 73 years old right now missing a leg and i still wouldn't fuck with him yeah Okay. <laughs> yeah, those type of hands crush your fucking skull. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that man would take me out in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. They're no fucking joke. <laughs> One leg and an arm tied behind his back. He's, I uh... love seeing that shit. I love seeing, like, these fucking young assholes will, like, get out of their car and get in an old man's face, and the old person kicks the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That won't be me. I won't be that old guy. I'll be the old guy dancing and watching movies. <laughs> It happened the other day, but the opposite way. Fucking oh, over in Tilton, yeah, yeah, some old dude. But I kind of blame the old dude for that. It's like he had his little granddaughter in the car. He shouldn't have got out of his car and started I, shit with a dude. Like I agree, but I also don't agree with a twenty-two-year-old guy getting out and pounding the shit out of somebody that old. Yeah, well, it punched him in the back of the skull as he's walking away. It was awful. Yeah, it's fucked up. 
quite the up, world we live up. in. That's fucked up. <laughs> if you hear this, I'm quoting you because you're funny. <laughs> I don't know who you are. Uh oh. She thinks she's in trouble. This is a pretty intense scene. Well, yeah, because she thinks that he knows what she's doing. And she doesn't want to get caught. I mean, you could see it right on her fucking face. Yep. I'd be pissing my pants right now if I knew he was the enemy. He's also kind of like sexy talking to her. And it's like, come on, dude, you're old enough to be a grandpa. Grandpas need pussy too. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like, why why are you coming in here? This is Tony's office. That is the biggest USB drive I've ever seen. Well, this was a long time ago. They they used to be a lot bigger. Do do do, John Favreau's car. Every time I see them drinking like hard alcohol, I'm like, how much apple juice did you have to drink? And yeah. how bad did you have the shits after yeah, this scene? Apple juice or iced tea. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Is Cartoons like The Simpsons and like TV shows when I was a little kid always made me think that a hard alcohol would taste good. Yeah. Because they're drinking it with no face or anything. Because yeah, no. they're, they're just drinking juice or whatever. That shit will break your throat. And then you drink it and you're like, this is fucking disgusting. Why would anyone just sit here and drink this straight all the time? I've tried. You know what I mean? It, because it, my stepdad does it. He'll ju- he'll just drink fucking Jameson on ice straight. Well, exactly, and, I'm just like, Ugh. and it's it's a generational thing. Because my stepdad could drink this stuff like nobody's business back in the day, back in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, and here I am. I'm like, you know, I go through some periods of my life where I'm a little, little down. I'm like, I need a vice. Let me go grab some of this uh, hard whiskey right here. Throw it in a glass and. Then I have to wait for the ice to melt, to water it down enough to suck it up. I can't do it. Nah. I just can't. In in the movies and everything else, they just make it look enjoyable. I do like the buzz that it gives you. You gotta, yeah, but you gotta hit it pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, but you gotta fucking, you gotta go through some shit. It does. To, I would rather just put some coke in it and fucking drink it, and have it taste somewhat good, yeah. and then get the same type of buzz. He off means of it. Coca Cola, people. No. Nah. I'm talking about bust out a few lines. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 break it back to the eighties. Let's throw an eight ball yeah, on the table yeah. and just <laughs> I'll break out my razor blade. And smash <laughs> our face into it. <laughs> That's how me and Ben party. <laughs> if you can't tell by the amount of laughter, we're just kidding. <laughs> Never done coke in my life. Never, ever. It's only ever been offered to me once, and I looked at the person offering it to me and said, um, Feel free to indulge in your stupidness, but I am not going to. I had a dream a few weeks ago that I did it for the first time, and I was like, this is all right. (laughs) (laughs) I've never... Okay, so all these people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I started doing cocaine in high school, and I started doing weed in high school, and I started doing all this in high school. Nobody ever offered me drugs in school. And I don't know why. See, people would offer me weed and stuff, but like I've never even seen coke in person no one's ever been like i've never i've never been around it i've i've but coke was kind of like down when i was in high school because that was much more of like an 80s thing like there is still coke out there and shit and you can get it but like when i was in school kids were just fucking 
their version of doing coke was just crushing up pills and fucking blowing lines of that. Oh yeah, crushing up speed. That's what we used to do. In, That's uh, how we got this heroin problem we got now. People are just crushing up fucking Percocets and snorting lines of that. Look, I can't. I just can't. I just always assume like, and it's not an assumption. I know it would happen. Like, because I've had like nasal spray. When you do nasal spray, it comes out of the back of your nose, like into the back right of your down the throat. Back of your throat. Gross. Like. Doesn't that happen with Coke? I don't want a bunch of fucking like powder coming in out the back of my throat. Like ugh. it does because it's all connected. It's gonna taste awful. Oh yeah. Ugh. See, I'm too sensitive for that stuff. I can't. And do it's it. expensive, and it doesn't. Uh, from what I've heard, it doesn't last very long. It's not like you're. You know, if you smoke a joint, you can be high for hours. <laughs> or eat a candy you do boy. some coca, you're only high for like minutes. Oh, I don't know. About I don't cocaine. think it lasts super long. I mean, what the fuck do we know? How did he create this thing to pull this arc reactor out of his chest? I don't know, but I love how it burns through his shirt. You see the smoke? Yeah, just take his shirt off. So my thing is, if Tony can take this out by hand, why can't you take it out by hand? Yeah. Well, like, and also he twisted it the same way she twisted it to tighten it. So he should have twisted it the other way to loosen Uh, it. But how did he know the exact dimensions of the fucking arc reactor? He didn't follow the rules, loosey-goosey, righty-tighty. Yeah. His ears are bleeding from this. Lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. There you go. Lefty like, how is this noise paralyzing him? I don't know. Your father helped give us the atomic bomb. Jesus, he's not... That's the thing. It's like, he's not that fucking old. <laughs> like, if he's 40 here, let's say Robert Downey Jr. is 40... Like, let's say Tony Stark is supposed to be 40 years old. Yeah. This is 2008, so that means he was born in, what, 68? 65? Like, how old was his dad when his fucking when his dad had him? If his dad was alive during World War Two and building the atomic bomb, mm, like his a, dad must not have had to have him until he was like in his fifties, late late forties or mid forties. Like at that point, it's like yeah, no wonder you have a bad relationship. Who wants to have a fucking kid in their fifties? I mean, <laughs> you're not even fifty. Imagine a few years from now, you had a baby. No, I would fuck myself. that. <laughs> Like, I'm 34 now. My baby is about to is pretty much not a baby anymore. I don't want a baby now. I'm too old to have a baby because like I'm too tired. <laughs> I God, when I met my when I met my current wife, <laughs> <laughs> my one and only. Um, when I met her at 30, I was 30 when I met her, and I'm like, I don't want any more children. Yeah. No. So I was too old at 30 to to start. Yeah, I can't. I mean, she agreed, so we didn't. Keith have any. Richards having a baby at like fucking eighty three years old. Oh my fuck god, fuck that! <laughs> like, I mean, at least he's a millionaire. He definitely isn't doing anything. But I have a friend. My friend Ryan um, started at like thirty five, almost forty years old, having babies, Ugh. having his first children. Ugh. And it's like, no, dude, nah, nope, I'm good. No offense, but I I have had friends who were like the last born, and they have older siblings that are dying, yeah. and they're younger than me. Yeah, that's how my mom is. I mean, she's got fucking, she's got brothers that are old enough to be her father. Right, and it's just, it's not right. Uh, I think people need to, and, you know, sometimes it can't be helped. Sometimes those people just really need to have children at a certain age, but, and, you know, you just most don't of the find time the it right isn't circumstances. That, most, of the, most of the time, it's, they just didn't fucking use any protection. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, it's a mistake. <laughs> I don't know. I just, 
I just can't. I can't. And now, bringing children into this world today is almost useless because... It is hard, yeah. We are destroying this planet exponentially faster than we ever had before. Yeah. And... It's just weird. Like, when I was a kid, like, the Earth's population has, like, doubled in my lifetime. So oh, oh, it's crazy how much Which it's is going. weird because it's, like, I feel like my par- our parents' generations were having kids a lot. Like, having a lot more kids than people have now. Yeah. So how the fuck did it double now? Like, I figured it would have doubled back then. Like, my mom, we've talked about this, my mom has fucking 14 brothers, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm one of two. Like I only have one br- blood brother. I'm one of, I'm one of three. From my mom. Yeah. But I'm one of five. Altogether. Yeah. From my dad, so I'm one of seven between my mom and my dad and other. Yeah. Mothers. Um, it's crazy. So I have a lot of siblings. I really do. So blood relatives, blood brothers and sisters, there's seven of us total uh, between two fathers and three mothers. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. I didn't. I, never, I don't really put a lot of thought into that, how many brothers and sisters I have. And then if I count my step siblings, there's another four. Yeah, five. Well, what, another, wait, yeah. another one, two, three, four, five. Another five. So there's twelve of us total. Jeez. Because <laughs> <laughs> my my mom's first husband has two stepdaughters, but we consider them sisters. Uh, my stepfather has three of his own children before he met my mother. My mother's got us three, and then my dad's got four more. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, dude. There's so many of us. Um, And honestly, I have only really grown up with two of them. I spent my life with my two sisters, Justine and Stephanie, and the rest are just... It's hard, yeah, I mean, it's hard enough to keep up with this size of a fucking family I have yeah. now. Couldn't imagine having, like, fucking 12 more people to worry about. I'm, we, uh, Big Brother came on last night, and there's a girl uh, on the show whose grandfather is, like, I don't know what he is, he's, like, second to the chieftain in, like, someplace in Africa, and he has, like, 37 wives. yeah. She has 300 cousins. Jesus. 300 cousins. Well, that's what they say. I think it's like one out of three people are a descendant of Genghis Khan. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. It's 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 nuts. She goes, my family's so huge you can't keep track. It's like, no shit. Your, your grandfather has uh, like 147 children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I can't you know my family's pretty big because my uh, mom's family my mom has four sisters so there's five girls and they all had children yeah so you know we just have a huge family well yeah I was explaining that to Elise the other day like if a woman is pregnant with a girl 
like you are you are currently carrying like every single descendant that will ever exist of your bloodline yeah because like you have you have a girl in you that has like your grandchildren inside of her like yeah because they like a, a girl is born with all her eggs Yep. So, like, you already have the babies that will be babies, which will be babies, like, for generations. Yeah, absolutely. That's nuts. Oh, Jesus, that's scary. Like the Hulk scene. Yeah. It's just like the Hulk scene. Yeah, pretty much. I never put that together. They're shooting at it with pistols. Where's your, where's your little explosive now? It's like shot for shot, the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm dying here. I never put that together. It's crazy. <laughs> it wasn't designed for flight. But I mean it's it's flying just fine. <laughs> Cause he can just drill through concrete yeah. and pavement. I mean it is a giant suit. But what's funny is Tony has perfected the Iron Man suit, so it looks all sleek, and this thing's just a monster. Yeah. A, a, a basic recreation of the one from the. Yeah, like what? Do, what are you? You're not like intuitive enough to design anything that isn't this like monstrous. Like he came up with. You, you said it earlier when you were arguing with your scientist. He made this in a fucking cave. You have a state-of-the-art lab, and you can't make something smaller than this? Or something that doesn't look like it came out of the cave. Because, you, I, honestly, there's so many weak points in this thing. You can see all its gears and all its... Uh, uh, yeah. The shocks, whatever those things are. The uh, Unibeam. <laughs> right. Which would have depleted his suit. Yeah. Oh, look, he caught an Audi. I would have loved to see that. There's a lot of shit that like Tony can do in the comics that they just never really got into in the in the movies. Like uh like just big weapons that kind of form around him and shit like that. Yes. I would have loved to see that. Like giant shoulder cannons and shit. They saved that for Rhodey. <laughs> yeah. And give him to So the Iron Patriot uh paint job lasted like one movie and it hasn't been talked about since. Good. <laughs> I would have loved to seen it done properly. Like that made so many people so like pumped for something that never happened. Because in the comics, the Iron Patriot is from the Dark Avengers. Yeah. Which is like Norman Osborn, Green Goblin. Yeah. He um, uh, he gains control of Stark Industries and like the Avengers somehow. Um. So, like, in the public, because at that time, like, the public didn't know Norman Osborn was a bad guy. So he, like, this was after Civil War, so Captain America was dead. So he was like, well, I have all, I have access to all this, so I'll paint Iron Man's suit to look like Captain America to gain the public's trust. Correct. And then, but I'll do nefarious shit. They did. Uh, they did a stint with him as Iron Patriot in the new Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah, but he's a good guy on the outside, kind of. Yeah, trying to help, but he has. He does have underlying uh, ulterior motives. 
Yeah, because the Dark Avengers is just made up of all basically bad guys, but they're all bad guys enough to where they can look like good guys. Yeah. Like v- Venom is in it, but he just looked like bi- black suit Spider-Man. He doesn't look like the big hulking Venom. He makes himself look like Spider-Man. Mm. And like uh, Dokken, which is Wolverine's son, who's a bad guy. He is Wolverine. He like takes Wolverine's classic costume and wears that, so people just think it's Wolverine. Uh-oh. But it's not Wolverine. And uh, I think Loki's on that team. No shit. And Doctor Doom, maybe. How do you how do you make Doctor Doom not look evil? <laughs> yeah, I would love a movie of the Dark Avengers. I thought that was really cool. Maybe someday. Or the Secret Avengers. There's also a group of Secret Avengers who do like the more like uh, kind of like X, like how X Men has X Force. X Force does a lot of the more like. Kind of shit that the X Men don't want to be a part of, like the assassination missions and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, like, like they'll the do the hard squad type. Yeah, they'll do the hardcore like killing shit that you don't want your like heroes to be a part of. And that's how the the Secret Avengers, which is is like Agent Venom and Hawkeye and Black Widow, like all these people that have no problem killing people. Yeah, I like Agent Venom. I like Agent Venom a lot. Do you have a pop of that yet? No, there is one, there are a couple, and I do need them. He also joined the Guardians of the Galaxy for a little while. No shit. Yeah, like that's where we started getting all this venomized stuffed, because he he was like jumping from person to person for a little while. So like he'd jump on a Groot and then jump on a rocket. Where's your shoulder missiles now, Iron Man? Yeah, right. You could blind him. Oh, they come out of his hip this time. Yeah, they came out of his hips before. Those are just flares, not his rockets. <laughs> He's like sneaking around. It's just so weird to watch this movie, like seeing everything we've gotten so like afterwards. Yeah. Like he's fist fighting fucking Thanos in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is he survives all these things but this looks like he's not gonna yeah this is getting his ass kicked by an old man in a, a clunky suit then he's fighting a space god <laughs> putting on the infinity gauntlet high voltage <laughs> ride it doggy get it see too many weak spots in this new armor of the, yeah. the Obadiah should have accounted for. Well, they always do that in movies. They'll, like, rip some wires out and, like, one thing will stop working. And it's like, I'm pretty sure the whole fucking suit would shut off if you ripped out some wires. <laughs> you can't beat me, Tony. I'm an elderly man in his pajamas. <laughs> in a really bad CGI suit right now because you can tell he's just floating. <laughs> oh, he crushed his helmet. Like, hey. Well, worked hard on oh, that. Damn it, that was my helmet. <laughs> now I'll have to build 47 other new suits. <laughs> that scene in Iron Man 3 is pretty cool when he's jumping suit to suit, but I mean, they're getting ripped through like fucking tissues. That is true. 
And they wasted a lot of suits in that. Like the silver centurion suit that he used a lo- for a long time in the comic books is in that. Yeah, they and just wanted to get as many suits into that seconds. movie as possible, though. Yeah. Yeah, just like they had that Igor suit in there, and everyone thought that that was supposed to be the Hulkbuster. Yeah. I like the black and gold one he had that was really cool. Yeah. Well, originally Iron Man 3 was going to set up Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, he was going to fly into space at the end of the movie. Because he has, like, a, a space armor. Yeah. And that is in his armory. So they there was going to be a post credit scene of him going into outer space. And, like, running into the uh, Milano Star-Lord ship. Yep. I love that ship. <clears throat> that ship is really best cool. Best-looking ships in the series. That would have killed him. Yeah, how does it not kill Tony? Jeez. And this this is what started it all. The Ghostbusters? This kicked off the phase of fucking blue light shooting up into the sky at the end of every fucking movie. <laughs> Here's a little tease for you. I'm not going to tell you what it There's is. No more Tony, only Zool. We're going to do a movie <laughs> directly after this that also has a blue light shooting up into the sky. And <laughs> do, do, do. There is. There's like fucking like 20 movies that all <laughs> end with a giant blue beam shooting into the sky. <laughs> probably at least. Probably more. Wake yeah. up, Tony. You would think all that like electromagnetic power would have fucking just stopped his heart anyways, even without an arc reactor necessary. But how does the heart, how does it start back up again? I mean, once it's depleted, it should be done. Yeah. So, I mean. Kickstart my heart, as Motley Crue would say. <laughs> Don't you never stop. <laughs> man, oh man. I kind of wish they had gone with it a little bit, but it is cool that they just kind of nod to it and and pass over it, because the backstory here that he gives them is that Iron Man is his bodyguard. And in the comic books, that's what it was for a long time. Yeah. Was Tony's, like, everyone knew Iron Man existed, but Iron Man was just like a robot bodyguard to Tony Stark. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's... I think this part was, what is going on? People playing rain drums or something next door. It's already raining, guy. <laughs> I kind of wish Coulson had never died. The, like, I don't I don't count Agents so... of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I, that show does nothing for me. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's like an entity now. Yeah. Like well, I'd, I'd I, much I rather have him than fucking Nick Fury, really. To be honest, Nick Fury doesn't ever really do anything. No, he's supposed to be in the background just pulling the strings. But it took you like 60 years t- to understand that your name also has an acronym. Like They're like, we're looking for a shorter name. It's like, <laughs> But then we find out S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been established since like World War II. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Yeah, and they called it S.H.I.E.L.D. back when Peggy... Carter had it. Uh, So, man, some of the writers weren't really thinking ahead of time. (laughs) Actually, this movie would have made or break or made or broke this whole thing. They said if this movie didn't take off, they wouldn't have had what they have now. So, 
they weren't really thinking of you know multiple steps ahead of this. They made this movie, and then this took off. So then they had the platform to make everything else. It's true. But I think they said that I'm not sure if how many times they filmed this ending. But I think they were going to keep it a secret at one point. Yeah. Well, that's why we don't have a like we don't have a we haven't had a Hulk movie is because when like Paramount made this, but Paramount made Hulk with the help of Universal because they like Marvel Studios was just like very small at the time. So they needed the help of other film studios, like production houses. So Universal still owns some rights to Hulk. That's why they won't like let him make a movie. <laughs> that would be outlandish and fantastic. But he did change, like, they changed Tony Stark a lot. If you read, the, like, the comics before this movie, Tony Stark's a lot different of a person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <coughs> like, he's really, like, self-deprecating and, like, kind of keeps to himself and shit. Well, yeah, back in the, the well, the 90s cartoons, he was this arrogant little shitbag. Yeah, he's kind of more like a tortured soul. He's not yeah. like this fucking, like, party boy. Directed by John Favreau. Yeah! And there it is. Oh yeah, I love this movie. We're not gonna wait for the post credits. We all know the post credits. Nick Fury shows up and tells Tony that there's an Avengers initiative. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, we'll do a quick best of the bad. We'll just do a couple. Hell yeah! Because this movie's so good, there's no point in shitting all over it. This one is entitled "Yawn." It was written on Christmas Day in 2008. <laughs> says, if you like lots of running around, lots of CGI, and lots of explosions, then this is for you. This movie is just full following a well-worn formula and is nothing more than every other superhero movie rolled into one. A man is captured and kept in a cave for three months, during which time he is ordered to construct a super-destructive weapon out of the bits of other captured weapons. Instead, he... Con- uh, constructs a super metal skin with built-in flamethrowers that is so strong that it resists thousands of bullets raining down on him. Then he is walking around a desert when, uh, when, of all the luck, a series of helicopters happen to find him. Next, he gets back to his own lab and manages to construct a metal suit that can fly and do battle. Yawn. The predictable bad guy in the camp ending is really obvious and tedious. Okay. <laughs> Listening to that was very yeah. tedious. <laughs> yeah. Your review is boring. Talk about Babylon. <laughs> Jesus. Some of these are so long. Oh, like, uh, I'm not going to say that joke. <laughs> no one wants to hear about your dick. <laughs> Let's see. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll just do two. So this one is uh, from right when the movie came out, May 14th of 2008. It's entitled The Mission, Fire Arabs. This movie, like all science fiction movies produced by America, such as Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, etc., 
These movies show the American man as a superhero man. He also appears as an undefeated man. I believe that these movies have addressed a political message for the interest of America. The message is to intimidate their enemies. The message has become insisting, especially having failed in its war on Iraq. America finds no any other... I love when people fuck up. America finds no any other alternative way to intimidate the world but by producing such ridiculous fiction movies. I believe that such movies only find success in the States. Watching such fiction movies and seeing that his dreams come true, the American man feels satisfied. Well, we'll have you understand that this was a global hit and created a international phenomenon, sir. Yeah, this fucker just hates America. So, <laughs> suck our red, white, and blue dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the best of the bad. That was awful. This was Iron Man. We loved it. It still holds up. Still great. Still one of the best MCU movies. 100%. Can't wait to do more. When Shang-Chi comes out, that'll work perfectly because Abomination is in Shang-Chi. Yep. He's also in The Incredible Hulk, which we'll be doing. Yeah, yeah. And then when The Eternals come out, we'll do Iron Man 2. So basically, any time an MCU movie comes out, we'll do another MCU commentary. That's what we've we've been holding off for. Um, That's what we wanted to do to start with. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, this this is coming out on Friday. Uh, we'll see. We're gonna see Black Widow tonight, and then our review for Black Widow will be up on Monday. Um, and then we are taking a break for a while. So after our Black Widow review, we won't be back until the release of the Suicide Squad. We'll be bringing you a commentary for the first Suicide Squad movie, and then we'll be bringing you a review for the Suicide Squad right after that. So yeah, we just need a little bit of a break uh, to kind of like stockpile episodes, and as you've heard on here, I'm starting another podcast about horror movies, so we need to stockpile episodes for that, and I just kind of need a break anyways, because we've been chugging along. <laughs> we've put out like twice as many episodes as in a year that most podcasts do, so so we will we will see you on Monday with our review of Black Widow. You can follow us on Social media, we won't be taking a break from social media, so still follow us and you'll still be seeing plenty of stuff from us. We are on Twitter, FMBN Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN, the number four in the letter U. We have awesome merchandise in our Threadless store, which is fmbn.threadless.com. And, yeah, so you can catch us back here on Monday with our review of Black Widow. Until then, I'm Josh. And I am Ben. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs>